Welcome to Training for Manhood, an ongoing exploration and adventure intended to be fast, fun, and formative for guys who desire to be the best men they can. Young or old, there are always areas for improvement, growth, and maturity. We hope you'll pay attention and put into practice the useful advice you hear on this podcast. But remember, the goal isn't just to listen, but to do what you learn. Welcome to Training for Manhood. Hey guys, welcome back to Training for Manhood down here uh, in the dungeon, uh, actually a little recording kind of studio, uh, with, with uh, Justin Hillhouse. Um, Justin, lots of things that I wanted to talk to you about. We were just kind of talking about, hey, what do, you, what do you want to talk to young men about? What do you want to talk to guys about? Uh, and you had a really um, fascinating kind of uh, thing that you're just like, hey, um, I want to talk to guys about um, owning their mistakes. And I was like, that is is important. <laughs> so welcome. Thanks. It's good to be here. Yes. Um, yep. Why that? Because it's something that's not talked about a whole lot. I think so. And, I think you're right. And um, it's it's really hard to do, but uh, I think there are a lot of great. So re- true. But there's a lot of great rewards to it. Mm. And uh, you know, when you look in Scripture, what does it say to confess your sins? Yeah. Right. Okay. It says, you know. First John, you know, one nine, yeah. right? Confess yeah. your sins. And yeah. he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Okay. Well, what is confession? It is the admittance of guilt. Or it's just simply being honest about how you've screwed up. Yeah. And so I I've always heard it's a, it's just it's naming it for what it is. Yeah. Right? Just like, call it like you see it, yeah, baby. Just, this this is what yeah. it was. I don't need a thousand excuses about why or this or that or, you know, uh, other name. You know what's funny is um we had just done um, you know, we're trying to, we try to read four books a year um, and we try to do, you know, a, a man's book. And I read like picture books. Stop it. Is that okay? <laughs> you don't read picture books. <laughs> you look at picture exactly. books. Stop. Okay. So, th- okay. To the point that the last book that we just did um, was Point Man uh, yeah. by Steve Farrar. Yeah. And one of the things that he does in this particular book is he, um, he talks about um, being a one woman kind of man. Uh, and that um, men need to stay away from adultery, and he won't call it an affair, right? So, right. so the, the concept is, is yeah. you know, words are super important. So he right. tries not to minimize your sin. He he calls it what it is, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. the the, the yeah. Bible talks about adultery. Yeah, uh, that having a relationship, right? You know, a right. sexual and intimate, a physical right. relationship with somebody who's not, not your, your wife, wife. Yep, is called adultery, mm-hmm. not an affair. Right, an affair, an affair to remember. I mean, it sounds like a you know a wonderful time, yeah. and a great experience. Yeah, it sounds like, like Gone with the Wind. Right, or yeah, something exactly. like, Come on over for an affair to remember. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, no, it's not an affair. Yeah. So, so I think confession, right, right, to your point, is that idea of just like, okay, wh- you know, what what did you do? Yeah. Right. Uh, call it what it is. Yeah. Start with that. Yeah. Right? Start with that. So you know, own ownership of. Yeah. That. Just own it. Just own it. Yeah. Yep. So so from there, right. Um, what what would you tell to a, a young guy about what that looks like and how you actually uh, practically do this particular practice? Yeah. So it, in short, we're all liars, right? <laughs> so okay. <true. laughs> we're, we're all liars. Yeah. And, and, we, and we lie mostly to ourselves. Uh, we lie mostly to ourselves. But then sometimes we lie to other people. And, but and yeah. at the end of the day, you yeah. know, we all, first of all, we are our biggest fans, right? Oh my goodness. I am that my biggest so, fan. That is so right? true. No, nobody, <laughs> nobody is a bigger fan of me yep. than me. Yep. Which, which, by the way, you know, it's funny is how is how 
honest scripture is about your natural inclinations. Oh, yeah. Right? Because it'll tell you, hey, oh, yeah. l- love others as, as you, you do yourself. As you love yourself, right? And, right? and, you, go, and you go, I what? love me. Like, and, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I love me some me. And it's like, <laughs> hey, love me. others like you do some yeah, you. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> just, love others. <laughs> if you could just get close yeah. to loving others anywhere near the way you love yourself, yeah. people around you would love to be in your presence. Yes, they would. Because you love you some you. I love me some me. You know, <laughs> I can't get enough of me. <laughs> That's so true. But it also says that your heart is deceitfully wicked. Oh, yes. And, and it's like, wait, what does that mean? It's like, no, here's the You lie to yourself yeah, oh, yeah. all the time, constantly, yeah. because you love yourself so much, you can't oh. honestly say, hey, Dan, you know you're a real jerk. Like, did I tell you? I, so I have a really good friend. I, I know Chad's probably listening, right, as this is recorded. And he, he hates when I tell this story, okay? Oh, tell it. One, one of the first times we met. Um, we, uh, we went down to a promise keepers thing down in Houston. Yep. Right. Uh, and it was one of those weekends where, um, Dan Panetti in his twenties, you didn't know Dan Panetti in his twenties. Okay. So just, just take, take all of this Oh yeah, <laughs> and take away the years of wisdom and maturity. I got you. Right. I got just, you. You were yeah. bonehead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was, a, it was a, um, a remarkably bad weekend, right? Where, where Dan Panetti in his twenties was just, you know, a jerk. Okay. So we're down there with a bunch of guys. We come back and, and, and Chad says at the end, as everybody leaves and goes there, you know, back, you know, wherever he goes, Hey, can I, can I talk to you for a second? And I was like, sure. Yeah. And he goes, I just want to tell you, you were a real jerk this weekend. (laughs) And and literally I hadn't, I didn't know him very long, but (laughs) you were a real turd, you know that, but, but I want, I wanted, it's like, I want to be around this guy. Yeah. Like I want to be around people who say, Hey, listen, whatever you're selling, I'm not buying. Let's just move on with that. Yeah. A great friend is somebody who tells you the truth. Oh, yeah. Right? I, I've heard it said, I can't remember who, who said this, right? It might have been a Jordan P- Peterson thing, where I was, was um, a good friend is the person who tells you the most truth. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree with that. Like, that's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Yep. So that's important. It is. It is. Well, and at the end of the day, right? So we're big fans of us, right? I'm a big fan of me. You're a big fan of you. We're our biggest fans. And we want to put ourselves in the best light. And so everything that I do, uh, I don't want to be at fault at. I don't want to admit, you know, that I did something that I shouldn't or even that I made a mistake. Isn't that kind of When you think about that, because I know guys are sitting there thinking about this and they're like, come on. No. Okay. But here's the deal. How easy, how easily do we throw other people under the bus for our, so fast. For our own mistakes? So fast. It is. So fast. It is so fast. Like, we, want, we want the spotlight. Yes. And we don't want, the worst thing is, is you don't want to be called stupid. Yeah. You don't want to be called a bonehead. Okay. So my, my son was driving the other day. And, yeah. and some lady hit a cone in the road and it <laughs> flew up and like, you know, hit his car. Right. And he was mad at the lady that hit the cone. Yeah. Right. And it's kind of like. I mean, we, we, we constantly want to find fault in somebody else for anything that we do that that's wrong or stupid or as opposed to just saying, yeah, yeah, I, that was my bad. Yeah. I I, I did did that wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. Could, could, it doesn't mean that somebody else might not have been at fault. Right. Or, you know, or their fault, you know, could have led to your fault. Right. But just owning your fault is so difficult for men to do. Oh yeah, it is. And it not only does you know what we do affect us, right? Mm. When we screw up, mm. but it affects so. so it many other it has the potential to affect so many others. Yep. When, when you're yep. a child, yep. it doesn't affect a whole lot. When you are an adult, it it affects some 
around you. But when you're a leader and you're in leadership and uh, it seems like everyone's striving to be a leader, striving to be an influencer and, you know, hey, look, they want their own channel on YouTube and stuff. You know, I got a, I literally, I got a text from a buddy this morning that said, hey, like my kids YouTube. And his kid's like five years old. Oh my god! And no, I'm kidding. He's not five. He's 15. And, but I'm like, dude, what? And I looked at his YouTube, and it's like him, you know, hitting a golf ball or something like that. But he's already starting yep. that yep. that kind of rise to the top. You know, he wants his own YouTube channel. He wants the followers. He wants all this, that, the other. And as we grow in our leadership, as we grow in our influence, the stuff that we do uh, has influence and can also have effects on other people's lives. And so when I screw up, that's going to affect the people that are, I, I hate to say following me, but maybe the people I'm leading, yeah, yeah. you know, my family, uh, coworkers, uh, the guys on the football team, it, it's going to affect them. And so when something goes wrong and everybody looks around and goes, why is this happening? Yeah. Um, somebody's going to have to take ownership of that yeah. and n- nobody wants to do that. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's funny. I just had a conversation uh, with Campbell um, who's going to be playing safety this year. Yeah. Um, and yeah. He's a stud man. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a stud. <laughs> he's a good kid. He's a stud. He's a good kid. Here's the funny thing is um, we already, we already know that 11 guys on the football team on defense Yeah, and 10 guys miss a tackle yeah, it's just, you know, hey, you missed a tackle, somebody else tackle, right? And when you're the safety and you miss the tackle, yeah. the other team scores six points. Yep. And so Campbell already knows kind of that, like all eyes are on you, right? Yep. And and it's just like, yeah, here's the deal. Uh, yeah, when you miss a tackle, it's it's six points. But the reality is, is by the time they get to you, yep. right, 10 other guys have probably missed, missed the tackle anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's not, right? But you feel this like this extra burden and this extra pressure. And I think that's one of the reasons that we don't want to, own our mistakes yeah, is, yeah. is it's like you know but here's the deal there, there's other people who did stupid stuff too yeah and, and they're not owning their mistake yeah. I mean, nobody nobody's i mean hey listen when when the whistle blows in an nba game uh, i remember when i was playing basketball right we used to yeah. have to raise our hand and say you know hey yeah. that was my foul right now it's no nobody's ever fouled yeah. in the nba Right, yeah. you you blow the whistle yeah. and you call a foul and they look at you like, you, you gotta, what game are yeah. you watching? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Nobody wants to accept it, and I think part of that reality is that until it's like so evident and so obvious that you know, you know, it's like, yeah, now I have to own it. You know, nobody wants to do that. But if you learn a practice of doing it, even when other people aren't paying attention. Then when everybody else is paying attention, it's just kind of a common thing. It's you know, just a you, habit you get into. You brought up uh, organized sports. Of course, yeah. my son, he he plays football and what's amazing is he'll he'll he's 15, he's he'll get in the car after practice and I'll say, "How how was practice?" Uh-huh. And he'll say either one of two things, either it was good and he'll say and he, he's made the statement over and over and over again. He'll say, "We practiced really good." He uses we like cumulative. We all did well. Okay. And then he'll get in the car and I'll be like, dude, how was practice? And he'll be like, dad, I did horrible today at at, at practice. Okay. And the practice could have gone good, but he, he's taking ownership of, Hey, you know, even, or maybe practice didn't go well. I don't know what happened on the field. I wasn't there, but he's taking ownership of, I did not pull my weight yeah. and do what I do. And yeah. it could have been like the whole team was messing up. 
But that's that's not what he's you know, um, and I like that about teams. Uh, just teams in general, if you notice, when they get up in a press conference, they always hey, if it's a win, yep. everybody did good. Yep. And if it's a loss, it's always on them. I mean, look at the professionals. Yeah. They'll always say, well, I did this and I did that. Especially you know, the, the quarterback, yeah. he'll take the heat for all that the left guard or the right guard or this or whoever it is yeah. that screwed up. It's hard to throw the football yeah. on your back, but yeah, yeah I should have thrown a better pass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, you got to take the ownership and, and, for it. And he'll take that and we can look at sports and say, oh, yeah, that's great. But what about in real life? What about in the job? What yeah. about, you know, if you're a young kid, you know, listening to this, um, you know, how do you do that with your parents, your teacher? Mm-hmm. How do you do it when you get pulled over with a speeding ticket? Yeah. You know, I get called. I get I get pulled over all the time because I drive super fast. Seriously? Oh, yeah. I drive well, really hey, fast. Hey, welcome to Dallas. Okay. Well, you fit in. Well, Okay. So, <laughs> so I'll tell you this. So we're on our way yeah. to uh, to grandparents' house. Okay. Um, it is like 10 o'clock, just six months ago, uh, 10 o'clock on um, Christmas Eve night. Okay. I get pulled over. Yep. Right by the cops. I'm doing 85 in a 55. Okay. 85 in a 50. Like, I'm going, that's a jailable offense, y'all. And I didn't, honest, honestly, did not know, right? Did not know how fast I was going. Wasn't even paying attention. I was just trying to get to grandma's house. Yeah. And he just walks up, you know, he's like, hey, Merry Christmas. Do you have, do you have, um, any, you know, any reason why you were going so fast? I said, officer, this, this is serious. My wife and I, we were talking, we were having a great conversation. The kids were just, you know, laughing and cutting up. I was like, we were just having a good time. And quite honestly, officer, I just wasn't paying attention. Have a great day. Take care. Yep. What? 12 hours later, I get pulled over by somebody, by a cop in Missouri. <laughs> and you know what? The same thing happened. Yeah. Hey, why do you know how fast or, you know, do you know why I pulled you over? And I said, honestly, I don't know, but I was probably speeding. And everyone's like, yeah, dad, you were speed. I mean, they threw it out there, Yeah. you know, and people ask me all the time, how do you get out of speeding tickets? Because I'm honest. Yeah. Just, just be honest and, okay, so, and just own it. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to put a training for manhood little yeah. note right here. Um, this is not a program. This about is not how to, how to evade the police. <laughs> this is not how. To, I will say this. I will say this. We um, we used to have something that we used to do with our seniors. We'd bring in different people from different backgrounds uh, and talk to the seniors about just kind of life. And one of them yeah. was always a police officer. Oh, great, yeah. great guy I knew. Right. Yep. And uh, and one of the kids asked, "Hey, how do you get out a speeding ticket?" Here's what he said. He said, "Be honest." Yep. And 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 everybody was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "No, no, no. Here's the deal." He goes, "I walk up to your window." He goes, "I have no idea what I'm getting into." Yeah, exactly. Right? I don't know. You uh-huh. just robbed a bank. You're, yep. you're. I don't know. Yeah. And here's the thing. He goes, "As soon as you lie to me, then all oh. of all of my grace is gone. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Right? Yeah. So when I ask you a question and you lie to me, he goes, "Now I'm I'm just a cop there yeah. giving you a ticket." Yep. He goes, "But if you're honest with me." All of a sudden, who knows? Yeah. And so it, it was funny because they're like, what? Like, he goes, I'm not telling you being honest is going to get you out of a ticket. No. He goes, no, but I'm no, telling no. you this. Being honest at least leaves that option open. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Cause, yeah. Because I, I don't deal with many people who don't lie to me. And if you're lying to me about this, maybe you're lying to me about something else. Well, you like, know, oh, here's what's funny is people, they want to be told the truth. Yes. They want to be told the truth. Yep. But they will accept a lie. Yeah. They will accept it. And if you'll accept a lie, 
and I know I can tell you that lie and get away with it and make me look good, then I'm going to do it, yeah. right? And that's not what God has called us to do. That's not what uh, that's not uh, the the way the, the Bible teaches us to live. And so uh, it's time to kind of stand up and own up to your mistakes. Yeah. And that's in all facets of life. That's in your marriage. You know, hey, you got to come home, and there are times when I've screwed up. Oh, yeah. And I, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, do we need to stop right there, or are you with me? <laughs> <laughs> tell, us about your, tell us about your message, Justin. My, mine I don't would, have enough mine time. Mine take you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's just – so you really have to, yeah. to to step up to the plate. And, you, you know, like you said, even with the officer, this happened a few years ago, but um, – one of my kids messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I brought, well, Colt messed up. So I brought him downstairs and I said, look, I said, I'm going to ask you a question mm-hmm. and you, you need to answer honestly. Yep. And I said, if you don't answer honestly, because I thought I knew, but I wasn't exactly sure. Right? right. I said, so if you don't answer honestly and you lie to me and I find out the punishment is going to be five times worse. Yep. Um, it's going to be five times worse. Now, if you admit it and you are honest, I tell you what, this is a pretty bad, you know, this is pretty tough. I mean, at the time it was tough. Still a penalty. There's still a penalty, but I'm going to show you some grace for being honest. So it's your choice. You you will be punished. And I think we need to uh, also be able to embrace that as, hey, if I screw up, there are consequences to that. That's right. And that's in all of life. If we screw up, there are consequences. That's that's one of the things I hear so often from people when, when, like, somebody messes up and they, you know, like, they look at you like, well, I thought you were a Christian. It's like, okay, in Christianity, there's consequences and penalties for for doing wrong. Yeah. Now, God's grace that he extends to Mm -hmm. us can cover... Right, the multitude of sin that I have, but here's the deal: there's still consequences. the The worst consequence of all is that my sin was put on somebody else, and he had to pay the price for my sin, well, so that I didn't have to. So, so the reality is, right? There's always a price to be paid. There's always a price. Right. God, God took my ultimate price. Right. But here's the deal: it was still paid, and there's still <laughs> so, there there's still consequences. Still consequences. Still consequences. Amen. Look, go back to was it First Chronicles twenty one? Right? Okay. David, uh, God tells David, hey, d- do not number your fighting men. That's right. Well, what does David do? Numbers them. He numbers them. Yeah. And <laughs> that's so us, right? <laughs> okay, don't. <laughs> don't do this. That. Exactly. I got an idea. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to number my it's, fighting it's men. It's just like sticking yeah. that, oh, totally. that, that oh, key exactly. into the light socket. Yeah. Hey, don't do that. Yeah. And what are you doing? Well, okay. Garden, Garden of Eden. Hey, here's all the trees you, you can came have from. Anything you want, everything. Here's one you can't. Which yeah. one? <laughs> yeah, which like, I can't have that one. I can't have that one. Okay, that, and that's what I want. We always want what we can't have, oh, right? Amen. amen. And, but what is what happens? God uh, sends his sends his servant in and yeah. says, "Hey, listen, you you get a choice of your punishment, yep. right? That's the worst, <laughs> right? Totally. <laughs> here's the choice of your punishment." And his, so God gives him three options. Yeah. And David, in his in his um, in his wisdom, he's yeah, like, you know what, God, you just put you it just, on me. Yeah. No, well, no, he says, God, you choose for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. says, you choose for me. And so God makes the choice, yeah. and he strikes down seventy thousand men. Yeah. Seventy 
thousand men. And then David's God strikes like, whoa. And David, <laughs> and, and David says, whoa, 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 yeah, God. Hey, like, that's stop. My bad. He goes, he says, God, I have sinned. And yeah. that's where he finally just, yeah. God, it, this is all on me. And God, it's 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 fascinating. God relents, yeah. and um, it's just really cool to to see that that hey, there is punishment, yeah. and we we have to be able to take it. And here's the frustrating part: is is when you're honest and you own up to your mistakes, the the punishment is pretty quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? The yeah. punishment comes quick. Yep. Uh, I don't know about you, but I was spanked as a child. Absolutely. And maybe that's why I'm so – maybe that's what's wrong yeah. with me. I don't know. <laughs> I think there's other things. <laughs> yeah, there are other things. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I loved – if I had a choice between a spanking or being grounded, Ooh, I'd take the spanking, spanking every day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's sit, a little bit of pain. Sit and think about it for hours and oh, hours. Oh, yeah. Torture. Hated it. Oh, wait till your father gets home. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't want to wait. Yep. Just let's get it over with and move on. Yeah, grab something, beat me with it, and let's yeah. move on. And I tell you, that's what's so great about <laughs> if you own your mistake, yeah. it, you get past it so rip much. Rip the bandaid off. You rip the bandaid off, and you yep. just move forward. Okay, let me take my legs, and then let's move forward and get on with it. Yeah. Um, you know, I work with I I, I work with guys yeah. that they will lie. I work at a church, yeah. y'all. A church, y'all. I work at a church, and they'll lie about what they do. Sure. And it's frustrating because, you know, there are others on staff that will own up, and they'll go, that that was my bad, or no, I didn't do that. And um, then there are others that that are getting away with it. Here's the deal is they, number one, uh, they won't get away with it. Number two, it may not catch up to them now or tomorrow or even next year, but you do that over a course of years, there's something big building yep. in their heart and in their life so watch out yeah and so it, I, I just can't get over how important it is just to own up and to just say yeah i did i did it yeah my, my bad you know one of my favorite stories you mentioned uh david right we just mm-hmm. got done studying the life of david um uh, in in our church a little while ago and uh, there's a story about david um he, he's out on the run from saul Right yeah. for for years and years oh, and yeah, years, yeah. right? So he's he's out there. Um, eventually, his men kind of come along this place, you know, where uh, Nabal is out. You know, has a bunch of sheep. Yeah, and David's men are taking care of him and protecting him. They go mm-hmm. in to be sheared and all the different things. And so David sends some guys up and says, "Hey, you know, yeah. we, we kind of we took care of your sheep. Maybe you'd like to." Kind of give a little thank you, yeah, right? Yeah. Which you know, when you yeah. got that many yeah. sheep, throw out me the, a little love here. Throw me a come little on, love here, right? come on, help a brother. And, out. and Nabal's yeah. like, you know, no, get out of here. And, and David, I mean, the, literally, when his men report back, it literally says David strapped on his sword. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you want to pause and think about this for a second? Maybe yeah. send another guy up there, yeah. right? Right? No, David literally straps on his yeah, sword and go, and he's going to go and he's going to wipe. Nabal out. Oh, just take him kill, out. Like kill everybody. everything. Everything. Like, everything's right? gone. And so, and then, you know, the, the story is Nabal's wife, Abigail, yeah. shows up and she's like, hey, David. <laughs> hey, bud. Hey. hey. And, and here's the thing, right? She says, hey, when you go and you're going to do what you're going to do, right? There's a lot of people who are going to be affected by it. Yeah. Because yeah. all of us who are married to these idiots, which by the way, she she literally says, says in here, yes. she says, hey, my husband's name, Nabal, do you know what it means? Uh, I think it means moron. Foolish. Yeah. Oh, foolish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Moron, same thing. But no, wait, she's like, she's yeah. like, hey, listen, my husband's a fool. Yeah. He, he, he shouldn't have done head. that. He's a bonehead. Bonehead. Right? So, you know, and, and, and the cool thing is, is David looks at it and he goes, 
here's the deal. It, it wasn't just going to be against her, right? But the reality is, is he says, I was going to sin against God. Yep. Because here's the deal. Nabal is not my provider. Yep. God, God is. God is my provider. God's my provider. Yep. And I wasn't trusting him mm-hmm. to provide for me. So when I was going to take matters into my own hand and go take the life of a fool mm-hmm. because God... God didn't provide when I wanted, how I wanted, where yep. I wanted, all yep. the different things. I was willing to go do something stupid, which, yep. would, which would have been worse than what Nabal yep. did. Yeah. And so Abigail steps in, and it's, it's so awesome because you can just see that change of David just saying, hey, yeah, you're right. It's my bad. Yeah. I, I, I shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And, and, of course, several go to the times, end of the story. Right, several times. Yeah. Oh, let's go to the end of the well, story. Well, yeah, go to the end of the story. It, what what, what she, happens? She, go, she goes back. Right, Nabal's having a huge uh, party. Big party. And he, he falls over yeah, dead. Yeah, he kills over dead. I love that. <laughs> Heart attack. Sometimes God's justice does come quickly, right? Oh, and it's great. Yeah. It's, he's, he's good at that. Usually, usually it's kind of like it's delayed. It's like, when is this going to ever yep. happen? David spends all yep. the Psalms talking about, hey, there's a bunch of bad men out there. Where are you going to do something about it? Yep. Not Nabal. Yep. He drops dead. You know, sometimes <laughs> you may never see what God does. Totally. You may not see it until eternity. David yeah. got to see yeah. it. But uh, David, David's a great example because there are times that he owns his mistakes. In times when he and doesn't. In times when he doesn't. Oh, yeah. And then like, God brings somebody along. Oh, yeah. Right? You Uriah, get, you get, Bathsheba, yeah, you get all Nathan that coming mess. In there saying, oh, hey, man. You, you are the man. Yeah. <laughs> and like, well, it's not a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I think that's a, it's a great reminder that, yes, that, that's, that's our responsibility as men um, is we'd love to be celebrated when we do something right. Yep. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. If, if, you know, let, let your praise come from the lips of another. And if somebody wants to give you a pat on the back for doing a good job, walk. take it, take it, take, take it. But if you do something wrong, then you have to have that same accountability. Mm-hmm. Now, here's, here's what I tell high school kids, which I get, I get to spend a lot of time with high school kids. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, I'll hear something about something that happened, you know, hey, you know, here, whatever, Friday night, this, whatever, whatever. And I'll be like, hey, why don't you just show up on Monday and walk into the principal's office and say, hey, I know we got a you know, code of conduct at the school. Yeah. I did this. It's oh, in, vi- oh it's in violation of it. And so I, I would expect that you know, I get a particular penalty. And they look at you like, what? what? But here's the thing. I say, hey, here's the deal. If you can learn at a young age right. Right, that when there's rules and you break them, go own the consequence and get on with it. Yep. But if you learn that there are rules and you can break them and get away with it, yep. then... The little consequences when you're 16, 17 become major consequences. Major when you're in college, exactly. even in, in just into life and, in general. And then when that bill comes to get paid and it's hundreds of thousands of dollars instead of 10, yeah, it's like, I, I can't pay that. And it's like, right, because you haven't learned to own your mistakes mm-hmm. from the very small ones. And now it's a big one. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Super, super, super important. You know, uh, we're in a study of James. And one of the things in James, especially James 1, mm. it talks about trials and tribulations and yep. stuff like that. And when you really look into life, there are trials, tribulations, um, things that affect us from the outside. In other words, uh, the causality is sure. beyond us, yep. right? Yep. You uh, you know, you could have a, an illness or a disease that you, you did nothing That's right. to cause that. It just happened. Right. Or you're driving down the road, you're obeying the rules and you get in a car wreck because of some other bonehead. Yep. You're you're minding your own, but doing your thing happens and it just happens. You're at your job. And guess what? You, you get laid off. Yep. You're a good worker. You do everything right. But it's just those are trials. Those are tribulations that affect us from that. We have no part of yep. 
you know, when I look at my life, I would say maybe half of the troubles, the trials, the tribulations that I go through are self-inflicted. And if I would have just owned it from the beginning... Half of the hardships would have been gone. The, the other half, yeah, exactly. Half of the hardships. Yeah. Are, you're, yeah. you're always going to have plenty. You're going to have plenty, plenty of hardships. Of things in life. But I mean, but I, half of them are your own. I stupidity. see people all the time totally. that are like, "Oh, I got you know, I have this problem and this problem and this problem," and it's because well, you're not owning yeah. what you're doing wrong. You can cut your problems in half. You right can here. cut your problems in half just by simply looking at yourself and being honest and saying, "Hey, I'm," you know. I'm being and, a bonehead and, here. And here's the deal. And go go through life, right? Yeah. Go, go through 80 years of life having that particular principle that you learn. Oh. And cut half of the problems that you're going to have, right, just gone because yep. you're like, hey, oh, yeah, own, own that. Made a mistake. Own that. Yep. And you cut your consequences down dramatically. Now, life happens. Yep. Right? As you said. Yeah. You know, you got this problem. You got that problem. I remember um, Preston had a car and we found out that it had a, a slight oil leak. And it was like, hey, this is going to be a problem, mm-hmm. okay? And eventually, you're going to have to get it fixed. The seal is broken. We're like, oh man, you know, it's like it was yeah. like, and so um, and it's a little ten cent piece, yeah, totally. You know, but, and but the problem cost, is, it's going to cost thousands, yeah, thousands of dollars to, of to oh, put that ten oh, cent piece okay, in. Yeah. But it was funny because we started praying. It's like, Lord, listen, here's the deal. Um, it's your car, yep. right? It's your money. We're we're simply yeah. stewards of it. So if you want us to waste a bunch of your money on fixing this car, mm-hmm. you know what? We'll, we'll do it. But but is there any way that we can you know get out of it? Is there any way? Right? And I'm, I'm just gonna tell you, we were praying that, and a couple of weeks later, um, a kid ran a red light and hit Preston's car. Thankfully, nobody got injured, right? But took off the whole front end of the car and totaled that thing. Dude, that's 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 so redneck. <laughs> I mean, you're basically telling me a redneck story. Like <laughs> I got to hey, hey, I'm sorry you wrecked your truck, and it's a redneck going. Well, I wrecked the truck because I had to make a car payment. You know, I had to make a car payment. <laughs> What? what? <laughs> okay, you you took that down. So oh, redneck! You took that down a whole different. Oh, path. I know, but it just it. sounded like a good redneck story right there. <laughs> It ended up, ended up saving us thousands of dollars and putting money in our pocket from, yeah. from totaling the car. Yeah. Yeah. So if I have a car problem, getting a wreck, is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> or if I need to make a car payment? So, so far, so if, if you're a guy listening to this, so far, so far what you've learned is... When you get pulled over speeding, yeah, be honest because you might get out of it. Yeah, be honest. You you might get out. You might get out. Not, but. And if you have any major stuff, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just <laughs> pray that God will just get you just that pray that God will get me out of it through a car wreck or get stolen or something. I'm, I'm just telling you, right? Most of the wisdom on training for manhood is pretty good. Yeah. I'm not this, sure about this. This, this is this just going program. south quick, isn't it? <laughs> as I, as I taking a different turn. So, okay. Here's the, here's the question. Yeah. Um, how? How to do that? How to own your mistake, right? So let's say you yeah. got a guy who's in a situation where he just goes, yeah. okay, okay, Justin, I got you. Yeah. Right. I, like I want to do that, but what does that actually practically look like? Like, I mean, what, 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 what you're telling me is I made a mistake at work and I know if I go forward, I'm going to get fired. Like you want me to own that one? Yeah. So that's great. So I always say, just start small, start with the little stuff. Okay. You know, if you, if you start making mistakes, start making mistakes and then you begin to own them, 
you'll begin to to realize and you know for a lot of guys sometimes we don't know we make a mistake until somebody points it out okay, okay? Yeah. and let's take the deal at, at the at the at, at your office okay if you're embezzling money okay you are knowingly <laughs> you are knowingly yeah. you know uh, doing something wrong totally and so my advice to you would be you know definitely pray but Pray, pray about the consequences and what's going to happen, but you need to fess up and own up to it. Yeah. It's not going to be good. You know, but. you know what's funny is I've heard that <laughs> a number of companies install security cameras not for outside oh, things, no. but, but to catch people who are stealing from them. Yep. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah. Like if, if there's a yep. camera in your work business, yeah. it probably has nothing to do with. It has oh, nothing wh- to do with everybody else. What if there's an outside else? shooter coming yeah. in? It has nothing to do with that. It has right? everything to do with you. It has everything to do mm-hmm. with watching you because you're stealing. And here's the deal: time. Yep. Time is oh, the most valuable commodity. We steal so much. Time. So much time from yes, our employers. Yes. Right. That hey, you, I got, read you a got paid for that hour. What did you do? Okay, with it? you ready for this? Yep. And I don't know if I believe it or not, but I I could not believe it when I read it. But they said the average American at an eight-hour job a day for 40 hours a week works an average, works an average of 20 minutes a day. Yeah. Wow. I know. I know some people who are below average. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you want to talk about stealing time from your employer. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you're stealing a ton of I mean, you're just showing up and punching a clock and Uh. just kind of doing, you know, nothing. But for us, a lot of mistakes are not pointed out until after the fact. In other words, we don't know. So the question is, is what do you do with that? And let me give you an example. Um, My boss called me uh, a couple weeks ago and he said, well, Justin, you know, hey, what about this, this and this? Um, Are you doing this? And I said, no, sir, I'm not. And I I knew why he was asking because I did that formally. And I said, "Uh, no, sir, I'm not. And he said, well, why not? And I said, well, uh, because I thought when there was a transition to be made, somebody else was handling it. And so when that transition happened, I just stepped back. Do you want me? Now, I I made a mistake. I thought he, I thought the other person was going to take it. Right. And so what what did he tell me? I said, what do you want me to do? I said, do you want me to re-implement it? And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get back on that. Yes, sir. You know, and that. I could have completely lied and been like, oh, yeah, I do that. And the worst is when other guys, when they lie and they take your credit. I tell you what, I hate that. They will get theirs at some point in time. I don't know where, but it infuriates me when guys do that. Um, But um, um, God is faithful, and you just got to keep on doing what you do. Don't worry about them because guess what? They're going to get theirs. I am responsible for myself. I'm not responsible for you, Dan, or anybody else. Yep. I yep. am only responsible for my actions. So that means when I go to work, when I go to school, man, I'm the one that's got to hustle. Yeah. I'm the one that's got to do the work. And so I'm the one that has to be held accountable yep. for it. So. Yeah, and, and speaking of that, I yep. deal a lot with students. Yeah. <laughs> students constantly looking for shortcuts. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm just like... Well, hey, it's, it's the human nature. Okay, but here's the thing. It's like you're only cheating yourself. Yeah. Uh, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we talk about like, you know, 
chat GPT, right? You oh, yeah. AI writing your papers. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's fantastic. Yeah. Right? If you use want, it. If you, want, if you can use it, use it. But it was like, if you want AI to get your job and if you want AI to run your family, yeah. if you want AI, it's like, here's the, you have to learn something. There, yeah. You're, you're going to have to learn to, to struggle through something. Mm -hmm. So take the opportunities to learn and to struggle and to grow and to mature. Yeah. Because the next opportunity that comes along, right, now you're prepared and you're ready for it. And if you don't do that, if you don't go to any practices when you show up for the game, you're going to look like an absolute idiot. Oh, yeah. That, it just, you know, that's just the way it yeah. is. And so I, I think you know, what we're talking about, the, the whole own your mistakes, really is the whole idea of just like you got to own and be responsible. If you want to move from boyhood where somebody else is responsible for yep. you and mm -hmm. when something bad happens, they, they pay for it. Right. To manhood where here's the deal. You got to pay for your own stuff. Yeah. That's that's what it means to be a man, right? Like when oh, something yeah. bad happens, you're paying for it. Boy, I wish politicians would listen to oh, this right goodness, now. Amen. Dude, just own it. Okay, can I tell you that's one Okay, so here's the crazy thing. I took yeah. a group of students to hear Jeb Bush one time. Jeb okay. Bush, George Bush's brother, was yeah. the governor of Florida a long time ago. Everybody yeah. thought he was going to run for president. Yeah, that was like back in the 60s, Stop wasn't it? Stop it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> See, it seemed like a long time ago. It did. It, it really does was. seem like a long time right, But, but here's, the, here's the crazy thing. Um, so uh, he, he had asked, this is kind of like, uh, you know, he had asked, um, don't ask anything about running for president, you know. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I'm sitting with a group of students. Anybody got any questions? A group um, next to us asked a question about running for president. And he said, that's a stupid question. Does anybody else have any? Right. And I was like, yeah. so I gave a question to a student and she asked this question. She said, um, if you were giving advice to a young person who wanted to get into politics, what advice would you give? And this is what Jeb Bush said. He said, go get a job. Go get a job and work and do something and produce something and create something. And then if you want to go run for public service, mm -hmm. right, where you're taking the taxes of people who work and you're yeah. saying, how do we make the world better? You know what it took to get that money right. in the first place, as opposed to just going in there and being a politician and yep. spending somebody else's money. Because I can spend somebody else's oh, money yeah. pretty easily. Oh, yeah. But, but <laughs> my daughter's good at that. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, but learning, <laughs> learning I, that's my money. Yeah. That's my money that you're spending. In yeah. fact, one of the things that just happened in Texas Right is they um, the legislature took too much money from the people of Texas, so they gave it back. Yeah, and, and they've done it before. Yeah, right. Like, hey, we, hey, we got too much money from the state, we give it back to the mm -hmm. you know to the people. And I'm like, I love that. I love that. I want to be in a state where they where they don't say, oh, we have a surplus, so how do we spend more right. of your money? It's yeah. like, no, 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 it's, it's my money. Yeah, it's my money. Give it, give it back. Give me back my money. You, here's you do. You do your job with the money that you need, mm -hmm. but if you have too much money, give it back. Give it back. Be responsible. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we should we should go out and talk to politicians. We Somebody should. needs to set that up, right? <laughs> Get Hill House and Panetti. And yeah, you know, go talk I just, to these guys I just love for, for somebody just to stand up and go. You know what? That was my bad. Yeah, just say that was my bad. Oh, can you can you imagine in a debate? Oh, I'd right? love it because we're, oh. we're getting into that whole season again. Can oh, you imagine in a debate if somebody said, "Hey, this was your policy," and they went, "Yeah, yeah. you're right," and it didn't work, and we'll learn from it, we'll move on, and we'll try something else. You know what? I'd love I'd love for somebody. <laughs> I'd love, and this kind of goes to a conversation before we even turned on the your little doohickey yeah. over here. But I just love for something. Now you had an affair with so and so. I just love for them instead of just trying to, you know, yeah. just yeah. to be like, "Yep, I did it." Yep. Just, just that's it. Yep, I did it. Okay, you have my respect. Yeah. Now you have my respect because you just. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna own it. Yeah. I may not vote for you. I but, may not. But at least you have my but respect. But I tell you what, if you come to my town, <laughs> yeah. your money's no good because I'm buying everything for you because yeah. I respect yeah. that kind Somebody of- Somebody who owns right. their 
And I think actions. that's how you kind of gain that integrity back. Yes. You know, yes. it's just look. I I understand that we that we mess up and then we make mistakes and that we sin. And not every mistake is a sin, right? Right. Totally. So let's uh, you know let's not say that uh, a mistake is a, is a sin. Not every mistake is a sin, but so we all make mistakes. We all sin. Um, but <clears throat> at what point are we just going to come back and say, okay, I own it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think you got it. I think you have to do that. Start small, start small, start with the little bitty stuff. Did you, did you empty the do- dishwasher? <sighs> just yes or no. It's a yes or no question. It is. Yes or no? Yep. Take out the trash. Yeah. Yes or no? Yes or no? Do your you know make make your bed? Yes or yeah. no? Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. This is not complicated. Yeah. Why are we getting in an argument over it? You know, it's funny. Is scripture actually literally says, "Let your yes be yes, and your no be no, and your no be no." Uh huh. It's, it's a very yeah. simple. I don't need explanations. I don't need excuses. Right? When somebody asks you a question, it's yes or no. Did you did you do what I've asked you to do? Mm-hmm. No, I did not. Right. Okay, great. Let's go do let's, it. Let's go do it. Yeah. Fantastic. That's good. Mm. Oh man, Justin, you got me off track a couple times, but I, but I think, <laughs> I think we landed somewhere, um, for that guy listening that he's taken away the, the main point is right. I need to be responsible for the actions that I take, the decisions that I make. Mm-hmm. And if they're, if they prove to be wrong, if they prove to be mistakes or if they're sins, Right, David yeah. said, right against you and you yeah. alone, God. Yeah, if I he sin, says in, in if they're sin, right, yeah. you got you got to own it. Confession, right, is yeah. simply calling it what it is. Right, repentance is learning to turn away from it yep. and moving in a different direction. But you can't do that until you said, "Hey, that was the wrong thing." Mm-hmm. And for men, right, if you're going to be leading a family, as you said at the beginning, people are following you, people are watching you. So when you don't do it. Right, it doesn't just hurt you; it hurts all those people that you've been placing responsibility over. So, yep. guys, great, great reminder: own your responsibilities, right? Own your messes, learn to clean them up, learn to be responsible, learn to suffer the consequences, yep. and then move forward. Yep. So, thanks for the time. Thanks for having me. You bet. Thank you for listening to Training for Manhood. If you found the conversation to be valuable, make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts. Also, check out additional content on our website trainingformanhood.com that's training the number four manhood.com until next time in the words of king david be strong and show yourself a man